right, it is 8.40. It's the morning flavor on Metro. So, of course, with personal mastery, it's all about that self-reflection and with the aim of improving self and becoming a better person. But what is the importance of reflecting on the year that was? And is there anything to celebrate when you look at your life this year? What has happened in it? Whether it's at a personal level, at a career level or any other level. Why don't you um, perhaps tweet us your experiences and your own reflections of what you think your year has been like and what you think you have to celebrate. You can hashtag the morning flavor. In the meantime, we welcome Dr. Matenchi. Good morning. Good morning, family. Are you guys okay? Listen, we're great, doctor. Yes. How are you? I am absolutely fabulous. Today we are looking at things from a positive plant, and mm. I'm hoping that we're going to get our listeners to take a year to reflect. Some people struggle with reflections because they think reflection only is supposed to happen when bad things have happened to you and then you're looking at it and thinking where did I go wrong why is this person doing this to me why am I the unlucky one why has the ancestors forgotten that best for me but today we're doing reflection from a positive spin and I've listened to people sometimes saying that you know when you're doing a positive reflection you're actually flipping the script on life you're trying to look at it from a positive angle but you're also confusing the enemy but if people want to understand the psychology behind um, how you reflect on positive things. I know Oprah has spoken, for example, about having a gratitude journal, being able to finish the day or every week with looking at the things that have worked for you. But if you want to look at it from a psychological perspective, particularly positive psychology angle, I would love people to go and Google appreciative inquiry. There's a couple of writers in the 1980s who developed uh, who pioneered appreciative inquiry, and you can learn more about it in terms of self-directed change, where you take the ownership onto yourself, Secondly, where you choose to do reflective inquiry, focusing on your strengths instead of the weaknesses. You focus on what's working rather than what is not working, but also you recognize that you are a co-constructor. You are a co-builder of your own reality. And especially with a year like COVID-19, the year that we've had so many bad things have happened. It's very easy for us to look back and think about, oh, the second wave is here. I've lost so many people and focus on the negativity. Whereas when you confuse the enemy and you're flipping the script on life, you are saying, okay, I want to finish the year, look back. Because I've been on a journey of personal mastery and becoming the best version of myself, it's important that I look back and look at what was the best thing about me and then mm. appreciate all of those things. Celebrate the small victories and the small mm. misses and the low-lying fruit that you've been achieving. That's the angle that we're taking on today. Mm. What, what constitutes as a victory, Doc? Because some people think, oh, you know, I bought my first house or I bought my dream car or I built my mother a house, etc., that that is an achievement. In other words, it's all material things. But it's yes. it's obviously got to be more than just that. Okay, you, it, there is. If you've been following our 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 personal mastery segment every Monday, you know that a lot of the conversations that we have done is about self work. It's about knowing who you are, what what you what your purpose are, what are your desires, are, what are your needs, and that transcend material things. And most of them are about personal uh, psychological needs, but also about um, self actualization. And if you're thinking from that angle, that that supersedes your material goals, and that means we've actually find, uh, defined what your desired outcomes in terms of appreciative inquiry. That's the first thing. Now, because we've been talking about personal mastery, if you've reduced being the best version of yourself to materialistic things, and maybe that might help in order for you to feel like there's something concrete that you're working towards. But the truth is, when you're working on personal mastery and becoming the best version of yourself, 
very little of the material things could actually be congruent with you feeling a sense of you've achieved something. So you actually need to look beyond that. And here we're talking about what are discovering what your strengths are, what your talents are, what you've been able to survive, what are the competencies, the skills that have that that enabled you to push through and be resilient and bounce back and be able to still keep keeping on in spite of the challenges that are there. And that might mean that you are almost on the verge of losing the material things that you have. And for some reason, you were able to find another way, alternative way. Or people had already written you off. The enemy was saying that you were not going to make it. They've set up traps for you. But somehow you were able to dig deep and pull yourself by your panties and literally pull yourself up and push push Mm. through uh, in terms of whatever challenges that you've had. But it's important that as an individual, you recognize that when you were doing this, you are meditating on the things that enabled you to survive, to bounce back that enabled you to find the strength within, even if it's about having faith in your God or your ancestors, but it enabled mm. you to, to bounce back. And if you can't find them, then perhaps the type of questions that you are looking at are actually in the, long, in the wrong angle, and maybe you need somebody external to be able to take you through the process, and that's what a coach or a psychologist can take you through. But the key thing is that you are literally also challenging yourself to not move into the negative, because a lot of us, when we reflect, we automatically go into, I'm the victim, oh, you know, mm. I want this, I wanted to get a house, I lost the house. Yeah. You go into the negative space, but you need to challenge yourself to focus on the strengths and the positive and the things that you're grateful for. All right, we're going to take a breather, Doc, but when we return, I really want to talk about um, just the process, you know, maybe taking us through the process of self-appreciation and what sort of conversations you need to be having with yourself. So it is Personal Mastery with Dr. Sepisoma Tenji, and today we're looking at the importance of reflecting on the year that was and celebrating those victories and also appreciating self. All right, we'll continue with our conversation. Now, Doc, let's talk about self-appreciation. What sort of conversation should I be having with myself? I mean, where do I start? Do I sit in front of the mirror and, and talk to myself? Do I just, uh, if I'm lying in bed, do I tell myself that I am the greatest, that I am the best? Like, what, do I, what do I do? Kana, what are we talking about? So let's begin there. When we're going to appreciate, we're appreciating ourselves for what purpose? Whether it might have been my goal of losing weight or my goal of dealing with anger or my goal of dealing with forgiveness or building my relationships with, with my with my parents or that thing about work life balance. Whatever the goal was that you had initially defined that you used as what will be part of being the best version of yourself. That's where we begin. So you need to have that clarity in terms of what it is that we're looking on. So we've been working on personal mastery on becoming the best version of yourself. What did that look like for you? Put that down. The second one is you need to be able to look at what your current reality is and this cover what is the best of what it is. And if that's the case, you're actually not trying to manufacture Tepiso's version of reality. Tepiso is not you. You need to look at yourself in terms of where I am right now, given what 2020 gave me and what happened to me. What is the best that I can literally suck dry out of this year? Where the fact that or the fact that I did have COVID and I survived. All I have right now is a wheezing chest, but at least I made it. I lost so many family members. Or the fact that my salary mm-hmm. I had a salary cut. I was working only three days in a week, but at least I have a job. So you literally go back and you look at what was the best of what is for me. And perhaps it might also look into your own in terms of your mind shift, in terms of your habits. It might also in terms of looking at your emotional well-being. So don't just 
look only at the external manifestations of what you're looking for. So also look internal, and we've been talking about the different domains in terms of your mind, your body, and your somatic experience, so your body, uh, your heart, and your, your affective domain. So look at all of those things where you've made shifts. What are the best that you can, the best things that you can actually be grateful for that you have shifted? The third level is in terms of dreaming. When we are appreciating, it's also an opportunity for us to look back and, okay, if this is what has happened, what possibilities are there? It is important to be able to recognize that when you are constructing um, your life and you are seeing it as a lifelong learning, as a lifelong journey, you need to be able to also make space to dream about what is possible. If this is what, how far you've come, what else is possible? You need to be able to create that vision for your life. So if I've been able to make it three months without sleeping with this person who's been beating me and abusing me, imagine what could be like if ever I simply just go ahead. If I was able to say no to my to my family because if I don't have the money to speak to Imagine what it would be like if ever I simply just become disciplined and I go ahead. And then you go into designing what are the steps that you need to put in place in order to achieve that desired goal that you've just now been dreaming about. And then also you need to be look at reinvention. And I've been speaking about it in terms of personal mastery, that if mm. you are working at, 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 at developing at some stage, you need to recognize that you've got the personal agency to re-engineer who you are, which means I might have been limited in certain areas. I can't do this. I can't do that. Hey, now it's become cooking. I remember there's a lady in high school uh, who used to say, and if that's you, recognize that it's a self-limiting belief. If Soleil actually gets you into trouble and gets you out of uh, good relationships and good situations and closes down perspectives for you, that kind of mantra is actually not helpful. It's important if part of your personal journey and personal mastery was that, you know, and be stubborn about things when I don't need to. If that was your goal, then you want to be able to say, okay, I struggled there, but what can I do to reinvent myself? And maybe you were struggling. Mm. Google it, research, find out what else other people are doing, speak to people as well, speak to your coach and your psychologist. Find out in what areas, in what other areas can you reinvent yourself, especially those areas where there's serious character flaws or some people call them generational curses and I'm not even able to find out an objective way of looking at things to look at how I can do it. Or I set up too high goals, it's outside of my zone of proximal development. So when I'm trying to work towards it, I end up feeling like I'm not achieving anything. If that's the case, then we need to actually come back to a functional level that is close within where you are currently functioning and look at what is possible for you to go and do that. And that's where we start now reformulating new goals that are within your reach and then so that you can be able to celebrate them in terms of milestones as you're making progress. Doc, all of this is important and I would imagine that it's also important in how we take a step forward. In other words, how our lives shape up going forward. Yes. Uh, what is the best way to safeguard one's mental health, especially when you're looking ahead into the new year and just the future? Um, when, when one way of um, self-guiding it is to constantly look at, once again, what, the, what is the best version of me. In order for me to achieve that, what do I need to have in place emotionally, mentally? And what are the entrances to my soul that actually make me vulnerable to, to, to the assault by the enemy, but also that I, that I need to protect myself? Because sometimes it's people that I'm hanging around. It is the self-messages that I give to myself that are actually the ones that are eroding me and, and breaking me down. But finally, when I am working on improving myself, 
I need to understand that it's an elephant that I must eat one bite at a time. So on mm. a daily basis, and we encourage people when you're doing self-reflection, particularly when you're in a journey of appreciating who you are, to look for small changes and do that either on a, like in the morning, during the day, and in the evening, or do it in the beginning of your day, or do it at the end of the day, so that it's a habitual thing that you cultivate over time. Don't just wait for your end. Don't just wait for your birthday. So try to do it different times of the day. Try to do it daily as part of your motivation, uh, uh, your meditation, whether it's in the morning or in the afternoon. This way, you are encouraging that deep attunement within who you are. You are encouraging the awareness of indicators that you are misaligned internally. Maybe below how you have something, but your mind says, and then you're realizing that I'm actually telling myself to do something in fact my heart is not actually into it. Or I am pushing myself beyond my physical realm. Because if I don't take the time to in tune to get in tune with myself, I'm going to encourage that misalignment. And then I think I'm working towards what is the best version of me and I'm actually betraying who I am or I'm pushing myself outside of what is capable what I'm capable of. So it encourages the the, the, the thing about checking that constantly you're checking in with yourself that you are still on path and when you are not where you need to recalibrate. So when you do moments of looking at small changes, so people banalitically general, when you are praying in the morning or when you're praying in the day and you say, I can still have an orgasm after five children. We are still able to laugh together and touch our toes are touching when we are sleeping in bed. This and that. It's important that you say it because what you profess with your tongue actually manifests in your life. If you're going to hmm. overlook those things because when you're looking for major big bang successes, they're going to leave you behind because then you will never be able to recognize the small victories that you have. When you have some before it registers on you. So teach yourself to do this uh, habitually on a daily basis as part of your reflective and meditative practice and then be able to profess it with your tongue. Say the things that you are grateful for. Recognize mm. the things that you are good at, that you've achieved mm. in spite of difficulties. Personal agency doesn't happen automatically. You have to want it, you have to manifest it, you have to speak it into being, and then you need to be able to say to yourself, don't wait for tickets to tell Don't wait for the sessions when you are with your friends to say, Maramagani, you made it. You need to be able to say it to yourself. Absolutely. Doc, uh, such an important conversation once again, and a, a very, very necessary one at this time of the year. Um, and with that, it is an absolute wrap from us. And uh, this is where we wish you a great holiday. Are you going to be going away or are you going to wait for uh, the president to uh, you know, speak tonight and then decide what your life looks like? I am going to stay put and literally sleep, run, and what else am I going to do? Eat. <laughs> so good, good. <laughs> good, 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 good. But I wish all of you a Merry Christmas and a prosperous New Year, and to the listeners out there, take care of yourself, go and uh, donate blood, make sure that you take care of yourself. We don't want you coming back with scars next year. Please celebrate the Absolutely. that you have made. Yes. Doc, we appreciate you so much. We really do. And we appreciate uh, these sessions every week. They go a long way in helping us in becoming better people. So you are truly special and you're a gift. Thank you for that. And uh, we are hoping that uh, you'll have an excellent festive so that you can tell us all about it in January. Absolutely. And have a uh, beautiful uh, day. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Dr. Tebiso Matenchi, wishing her uh, a wonderful festive season ahead and uh, thanking her for the great work she has done. You can find her on social media at Tmatent if you'd like to engage her at any level about even some of the topics we've had on personal mastery. 
All right, we're out of here. It's uh, Monday. you got to do what you got to do. So go out there and do it to your best. Um, tonight, I'm on Trending SA on SABC3. So tune in at 6 p.m. Yeah. We'll be looking at uh, whatever is going on in this year country. And uh, have a little laugh while we're at it. Lifetime tender. <laughs> well, you know, it's not my fault they keep calling me back. You know, you're that no, I'm good. Joking. I'm trying to really block. I try to block their number. It's not working. Oh.